Ah, oh, welcome, my friends. Welcome to another episode of Fishing Without Bait, a lifetime without definitive expectations, where we challenge people, where we dare them, we double dog dare them to develop that beginner's mind and take off the blinders in their life and expect the unexpected and explore possibilities. I'd like to uh, give a quotation by Herbert Spencer, which is for all you uh, 12-steppers out there ought to be quite familiar with, and which says, there's a principle which is a bar against all information, which is proof against all arguments, and which cannot fail to keep a man in everlasting ignorance. That principle is contempt prior to investigation. And quite often on this show, we talk about uh, people having a mind of uncertainty, and a mind of uncertainty turns into a mind of anxiety, worry, and fear. What we attempt to do is ask people to have the honesty, open-mindedness, and willingness enough to develop a mind of awareness and knowledge. And to that end, I'd like to uh, welcome Miss Joyce to our uh, podcast today. Miss Joyce, could you tell us a little bit about yourself? I am uh, an old witch. <laughs> and have been a witch for quite a few years, probably about 50 uh, was when I first got interested in it. Oh, about 50 years? Yeah. Okay. What do people resonate with? What conjures up in their mind when they hear the term witch, Joyce? Um, usually spells that are going to kill you. Um, hags, green skin, I'm melting. <laughs> I'm melting. So most people flying monkeys. <laughs> flying monkeys. So most people develop their image. They get their uh, thoughts. They get their conceptions from the media. Uh, and you just uh, mentioned uh, the Wizard of Oz. Yes. Okay. Which I can tell you had me frightened for a long time when I was a little boy. Or Hansel and Gretel. However, I can only think of one one person who was called a witch. Who was a good? Glenda the Good Witch. Glenda the Good Witch of the North. Correct, correct. So I do a little bit of my own research also. And actually, a witch was known as a person who had knowledge and a person who uh, was connected to the country, like the word pagan. It's, there's a Latin term meaning country dweller, right. I believe. So could you talk a little bit about your perception of the term witch? Well, healers. We, uh, we really are, that's, that's our biggest thing is healers. And we're totally connected with the earth, which is why a lot of, I think, uh, people in our community, the pagan community, have a lot of physical ailments because we are so close to the earth and we're trying to be closer to the earth. But the earth is so sick right now. Um, and so it makes us sick. But... A lot of different witches have different uh, categories that they're really familiar with and really work with. Herbs is a huge thing. Um, and if you find a good person, uh, a person that's really good with the herbs and stuff, you'd be amazed at the cures. Um, I can't really probably say that uh, because it'd get in trouble if somebody would give you an herbal cure. But um, there are herbs and different essential oils and stuff that can really, really help with a lot of problems. And of course, it's all earth-based. Uh, but actual pharmaceuticals today are, are based on, like, aspirin comes from willow bark. Digitalis comes from foxglove. Uh, there's a ton of different plants that if you do the research on them, you'll see that there are synthetically made drugs in the pharmaceutical area. But they're all based on 
originally Mother Nature's plants. And I do believe, whether you believe in spirit, God, the universe, whatever, I believe that we were put here and we do have everything we need to survive and live a really good life, but we're not in touch with it anymore. So talk, uh, talk to us a little more, more about the earth being poisoned. Well, I mean, we're dumping so many toxins uh, into the water, into the earth, these landfills, and then we're, 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 we're hurting Mother Earth. We're taking out her core. We're pumping out her lifeblood, you know, um, the oil and stuff. It's, it's like lifeblood to the planet, and, and we're just pumping it out, and we don't even care. So what then you could say, you could call a, uh, you could call a horticulturalist, you could call a botanist, you could call uh, Native Americans, you could call people who live in the Amazon, uh, you could, I guess you could call them witches too. In a lot of ways, yes, yes. Um, you know, it, it falls a lot of times under the umbrella term pagan, but even that some, some sections probably would not even approve of being called a pagan. They'd rather be called something else. But in the end, it's all basically people that have an affinity are tuned to nature. So could you talk to us a little bit about uh, the term Wiccan, which is also which is also greatly misunderstood? Yeah, um, Wiccan is basically a sect of paganism. Um, not all witches are Wiccan, and not all Wiccans are witches. I, that's a little bit debatable, all Wiccans being witches. But the Wiccan started more with um, Gardner, Gerald Gardner. And I'm not even sure what, what year that was. I think it was like in the 1900s, maybe a little bit before that. But Gerald Gardner had started what he felt was based on old witchcraft, like old Celtic lore and that kind of thing. And he turned it into what is now Wicca. Um, but one of the biggest differences between Wicca and a lot of other practitioners is the harm none. Could you, could you repeat that, please? Harm none rule. <laughs> And there's also what they call the rule of three, which means if you do something harmful to someone, it's going to come back to you threefold. Um, I think pretty much all witches believe that if you throw something bad out there, it's coming back at you. But um, there are witches that will throw something bad at you, mm -hmm. and they'll accept the consequence. The Wiccans, on the other hand, are bound, according to their oaths, to not harm none. Harm none is a big Wiccan thing. Um, so that's kind of the difference between maybe a Wiccan and a voodoo priest. In voodoo, if somebody does something really bad to your family or, you know, really is doing something bad to the community or whatever, someone who practices voodoo or maybe even is just a practicing witch, um, which there are also so many different categories of that too. But they would actually be more inclined and more allowed in their faith to take action. Mm. Whereas the Wiccans are basically, I mean, it, it's, it's a huge thing with the Wiccans that harm none. So in other words, um, most of the other factions, I mean, you, you have people probably out there that just harm people 
for whatever, you know, if they say, <laughs> somebody says something rude to them. But as a rule, I mean, witches don't. They don't just go around and, like, throw curses. Mm-hmm. Um, but the Wiccans, most of all, would be the least likely to curse you because it is basically just not in their, mm-hmm. in their laws, in their tenets. Well, people in everyday life, actually, if you've ever been on a parkway in a rush hour, there's people cursing at each other uh, continuously, <laughs> is there not? Exactly. exactly. And what, what's, it, what's the difference? Because they're, doing, they're saying something to somebody with evil intent behind right, it. Right, A harmful intent. Exactly. And I, my guess is that's what a curse is. It is. It is. Sending negative energy toward that individual. Mm-hmm. With exactly. A, with a focus and a vengeance. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Okay, great. So uh, in our type of world, and especially the Hindu and the Buddhists, they, uh, their mantras, which I guess would kind of be like a spell or a chant or an incantation, uh, are basically, it's not necessarily the words, it's the uh, intonation, it's the vibration mm-hmm. of, uh, because according to uh, a lot of uh, quantum physics, uh, string theory, things like that, the universe is made up of vibrations of energy. And everything's made up of the same energy, me, you, the birds, the water, the rocks, the trees. Which one of the mantras in Buddhism is in Sanskrit is umso hum, which is I am that, which means that I am connected to everything. So why would I harm anyone or anything? Mm-hmm. Because in in essence, I'm harming myself. True, very true. Um, but when you deal with the human nature, <laughs> it's kind of hard because, and I think as we get more people in the world and more situations where people are unhappy or they're in poverty, you know, just, just horrible stuff happening. I think people really, they want to blame somebody and rather than try and be one and realize that we really are all one, uh, you're going to have people that are going to be like, well, you know, no, I don't love my neighbor. I don't even like my neighbor. And if, I was allowed, I'd kill my neighbor. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, to me, it's it's really, really important that we start to recognize that we really are all one. We're one with each other. We're one with the earth. It doesn't matter what color your skin is or what you look like. You're, you're still a part of me and I'm still a part of you. Okay, so when one immerses himself and when one lives in the paganish type of practice or the witch philosophy. Tell us about your day. Tell us, tell us what your conception, tell us what you go through each day. Um, well, I'd like to say that, you know, I practice my affirmations every day and that I, uh, your affirmations. Could you, could you tell us about that? Well, to me, uh, um, an affirmation is like a prayer and, um, I do do my affirmations every night before I go to bed. And what I do is I just, um, I ask my gods, my goddesses, the lords and the ladies to protect all those that I love. Um, and, um, you know, just take care of me, make sure my needs are needs are met. Allow me to be prosperous enough to help those who have needs that need to be met that can't for whatever reason. Uh, just say probably the same kind of thing that, um, anybody would want to, you know, pray for or wish for. But I call them affirmations usually rather than prayer. Well, prayer is merely, as far as in our conception, is merely talking to, like talking to a friend. Mm-hmm. 
And with the affirmations that you're talking about aren't that much different than a Buddhist or a Hindu metal loving kindness meditation where or affirmation where we, first of all, we ask for ourselves to be happy, uh, one with the universe, to be safe, uh, to be surrounded with love. And then we ask, uh, generally we ask for another person to have those same things. And generally what I ask people to do is to pick someone that they dislike uh, for those things. And then at the end we ask that all creatures be covered with loving kindness, all creatures be happy, all creatures be safe. Mm -hmm. That's, you know, that's my goal. That's what I wish for. And I just don't, to me, it's like... <sighs> We are all one, so it doesn't matter who I pray to or who I believe in. Um, it matters that I do. And I believe in this, this world the way it is right now, we all need something or someone to hang on to. Something to connect with. Right. And what you're talking about is you're talking about it really doesn't matter. God's, goddesses, uh, it's the intention that you're putting out there. Yes. Yes. So it's the intention that you're, you're putting out there. And really, uh, to a lot of people, I say, well, gods are goddesses, I can't buy that. Well, whether you're praying to the wall and asking for someone to be safe and happy and beloved, uh, is that, is it, can that ever be wrong? I don't think so. And I mean, you know, people say to me, well, but you, you say that, you know, you, you believe in Jesus. And I said, yes. I said, he was a person that existed. There's no two ways about that. And a lot of um, witches or people uh, outside of a Christian faith mm -hmm. don't believe that he was even real. And that to me is, is pretty kind of odd because it's like uh, there's historical documentation. Mm -hmm. I also think um, a lot of people are prophets today. Um, and, and many of those people are in the pagan faith. They're in the metaphysical area. Mm -hmm. Some of them are being put into institutions because we can't comprehend that maybe they do really have a connection mm -hmm. to spirit or or they really do see what's coming down the line. Mm -hmm. Some of them, on the other hand, may have true mental health issues. Yes. Um, and it, it's like, how do you tell? How do you distinguish? But I have to believe that there are people like that here because there's been people like that forever. Prophets, saints, whatever. And the more that you are connected, the more you live that type of a life which you espouse, which you proclaim, the closer you are to that type of intention and that type of philosophy. Please check out our website at fishingwithoutfaith.com where you can listen to the show, comment on our discussions, and find out where you can subscribe to our podcast. If you're interested in flying the colors of Fishing Without Bait, click the shop icon on our website. We have clothing, mugs, cell phone cases, and so much more. Show the world that you fish without bait. This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com.